The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Alrighty, and greetings. Welcome back to it's another edition of the Employment Law Show. John Scholes here, ready to rock and or roll. And my good pal, Lior Samfiru, employment lawyer from Samfiru to Markin LLP, also in attendance. Going to be filling your brain with lots of good knowledge. We're going to uh, point our uh, pointers, our laser pointers uh, tonight at uh, employers. And the topic is... Don't terminate employment in these situations, employers. We're going to get that here in just a bit. And as always, the phone lines are open and ready for you to call and contribute. Join the show. Have your say. Ask your questions. Get some answers. 416-870-6400 is precisely how you do that. Email address. Also available anytime. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. And I'll give you some more contact information throughout the uh, throughout the half hour. But we're going to get her going right here. And we always start, uh, pal, with the case of the day. What is happening with you? Johnny, Johnny, great to be here, of course. Uh, nice day today, but it's a good time to talk about employment law. A good time to, of course, educate our good uh, listeners about this very, very important topic. Uh, I've uh, been answering questions all day by phone, by email, online. Well, now is the time to continue that here on radio. So if you're listening and you have a question and you may be driving home, you're on the highway and you're wondering if what happened today was good with the company, if they've done something right, wrong and, and what you should do about it tomorrow, well, you don't, you're not alone in this. I can tell you what to do. I can tell you what it all means. You don't have to face it on your own. Or maybe you've lost your job. I've spoken, gosh, every single day I speak with people that lose their jobs, that want to know what their rights are. Yeah. I'm still looking for those people that are offered uh, good severance packages. It doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. Uh, pretty much everyone that calls me, the severance package offered, not good, not even close. We need to get to work to improve it, which is not a problem at all. So if that's anything to do with you, you want to know about your workplace rights, call us right now. Or second option, of course, just as good. You can call me at the office or email me anytime. We'll give you that contact information again throughout the show. But case of the day. So every uh, Wednesday, I do a a live stream that uh, airs in the afternoon on uh, YouTube, Facebook, etc. So this uh, matter came through one of those live streams that I did actually today. Uh, This uh, lady that joined me on there, she said that she uh, decided to leave her job to resign. But she wanted to be good and fair to her employer, and she gave him two months' notice. She told him, I'm leaving in two months, so you know I'll work really hard to, to make sure that everything is in order. Uh, and she thought it would be fine. Well, wouldn't you know it, the uh, very next day, company says, you know, we thought about it. Since you're leaving, we want you gone now. Uh, and she asked them, well, uh, okay, are you going to pay me? I said, no, you, you quit, so we're not going to pay you. So she joined me today on my live stream and she asked me, do they have to pay me for anything? I was going to work for the next two months and, you know, now they're saying I'm gone today. The answer is yes, they absolutely have to pay her in this case for the two months. In the vast majority of cases, if you quit and you give notice, the company is going to have to pay you until the end of the notice if they let you go before then. Now, you can't kind of game the system 
and say, I'm going to give you three years notice. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, if, if you, you let go in the meantime, you have to get paid for three years. No. What a company has to do is they have to pay you your severance or until the date that you quit, whichever is less, whichever is first. So in this case, severance for her would have been six months, but because she was going to quit after two, two months is what they have to pay her. It's almost in no situation where the company can just let you go and stop paying you right away. I get asked this question often. So if you've given notice, you're a good person, you're a good responsible employee, you give some notice. If the company lets you go before, remember, they have to pay you till the end anyway. If that doesn't happen, give me a call. Yeah, Leo, I like working for you, pal, but uh, just to let you know, 2033, I'll be uh, ducking out of here. So if we got 10 years, like, I mean, yeah, it's, you can't game this system. No. Would they, um, if any employer that's kind of worth their salt should realize that. So they might as well just let you hang on for the two months. No? Makes more sense? Yes, exactly. Or they may say, listen, if you leave earlier, we'll pay you something. You can negotiate these things, right. but at the end of the day, if the company unilaterally decides to let you go, they have to pay you till the end. So yeah, as you say, it may as well let the person work. And again, to reach out now here and join us on air, we'd love to have you on this show like uh, we have uh, every night for uh, you know 10 years, give or take, 416-870-6400 to get on air with us now and have your questions answered. Beyond that, you can always reach out to Lior at help at employmentlawyer.ca and 1-855-821-5900. Okay, employers, let's get into this before we uh, got to go to a short break. Don't terminate employment in these situations. Number one, this one is absolutely huge. And some of these may come as a shock to you as you're listening to the show because we've talked about this so many times, but we always like to go through it and hammer the points home. And the first one's this. Uh, Lior, when an employee asks about taking a disability leave or comes back from that disability leave, if you can believe that still happens. Oh, gosh. Today, twice I had this exact <laughs> issue come across my desk. Just today. And there's nothing unique about it. So let's be very clear. An employer should not let an employee go because they're sick, because you're about to take a leave of absence for medical reasons, because they're coming back from a leave of absence. That's illegal. That's a human rights violation. That can't even be part of the analysis, even if there's three reasons to let you go, and one of them only is the fact that you have a disability or you're going to take a disability leave. That's illegal. The Human Rights Code says can't do that. What an employer has to do instead is, number one, treat you with respect. That goes without saying. But, of course, they have to accommodate you if you need accommodation. They need to let you take the leave that your doctor says you're, you're entitled to, whether it's a week, a month, a year. They have to give you that time. And when you're ready to come back to work, they have to make all efforts to bring you back, whether it's the same job or yeah. find a similar job. That's what they have to do to fire you in that situation. Illegal, problematic, and going to be very, very costly for the employer. Just getting warmed up there, and we'll take a short break. Get back to uh, to lots more in your phone calls, uh, 416-870-6400 there on the other side as well as we continue with the Employment Law Show. Stand by. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And welcome back to it. Just getting some uh, phone calls lined up here on the technical side. And uh, for you, same number as always, 416-870-6400 to reach out to us. We'll get those uh, very shortly. The uh, main topic for the show today, employers don't terminate employment in these situations. Number two, after recruiting the employee from another job, that could be costly, my friend, huh? 
Yeah, exactly. That that is huge, huge, huge. So we're not saying you know you can't terminate an employee, but what we're saying is you have to be aware of what that means and what you're going to have to pay. If an employee is recruited from another job, only to then be let go, you know, let's say within the first couple of years or so, that employee is going to be owed enhanced severance that recognizes the time with the previous company. So you may have, if you're an employee, you may have an employee that's been with you for a year but he was recruited from another job but where he worked for 20 years, you let him go. Now you really have a 21-year employee on your hand. You may have to pay them two years severance, even though you only worked for you for a year. So you got to remember this concept of recruitment. Sometimes we refer to that as inducement, when someone is induced, convinced to leave a secure job. That means if you're going to take someone from a secure job as an employer, you have there's repercussions, there's costs associated with that, and one of them is enhanced severance. So what do you do? Well, you consider whether you're prepared to pay the price for employers. If you're going to recruit someone from another job, you absolutely want to have a proper employment agreement that makes it clear that you're not carrying over any seniority. Obviously, if you're an employee, you don't want an agreement like that, and if you were recruited from another job, Keep that in mind. You may be owed in hand severance. Extremely important to give me a call in that situation. And again, 416-870-6400. Getting your calls here in a moment. We're talking about things employers don't terminate employment in these situations. And this is a big one, too. And this is almost, well, I mean, I guess a lot of stuff what we, uh, what we talk about is a no-brainer. But this one's huge. When an employee raises harassment allegations against a, a supervisor, boss, or co-worker, for sure in that situation, yeah? Yeah, exactly. No, it's absolutely right. Uh this is such an important topic, and, and this is probably one of the biggest issues in employment law, you know, say over the past 10 years or so, and that the idea of, of harassment and how employers deal with that, or, or frankly, don't deal with that. Uh, I, I can give you some horror stories, but what an employer can never, ever do is fire an employee because they've complained about harassment, they, they've filed a harassment complaint, they, they raised it as an issue. Uh, you can never, ever, ever do that. Not right, not legal. That could be a violation of the Employment Standards Act, Occupational Health and Safety Act. It could even potentially be a human rights violation. Man, oh man, is that wrong and is that illegal? What an employer must do if they're uh, faced with a harassment complaint is they have to take it seriously. That means they have to investigate in good faith, even if it means bringing, bringing an outside investigator to, to do it. Uh, and determine exactly what happened and then fix that problem and get rid of the harassment. Make sure that uh, that employee is no longer going to be a victim and that no one else in the workplace is going to be a victim of harassment. I have unfortunately uh, seen employers take a different approach, let's say, by firing the victim. Man, oh man, is that going to be wrong, illegal, and there's going to be a lot of consequences. So as an employee, always tell your employer if you're being harassed, bullied, or mistreated. If they do anything other than resolve that problem, call me right away. Do you still get the odd employer doing, ah, you know what, it's okay, it's boys will be boys type of thing. You know, it's just a school, you know, playground roughing around is not a big deal. Do they still actually dare to say that sometimes? They do, especially if it's a, a guy complaining about harassment. They feel for some reason like they don't need to take it that seriously. Nonsense. Ridiculous. Uh, gone are the days when you can say, oh, you know, you guys, bo you boys figure it out on your own. No way. It is the employer's, not just moral obligation, forget that, the employer's legal obligation to deal with it, to take it seriously. And if your employer doesn't do that, there are going to be consequences, and it can start by giving me a call. 
don't terminate employment in these situations. This one's where the employers try to be cute, get a little sneaky, and that is uh, you get terminated right before an employee's due a large bonus or maybe a commission payment as well, right? Yeah, and, and I've seen that happen too. My God, the list of things that I've seen. Uh, so that, that <laughs> exactly. The, the employer, yeah, there's a bonus paid uh, coming up or there's a big commission. We really don't want to pay it because – that means this person is going to get a lot of money. Well, let's let them go. And that way, if we let them go before they get the commission or the bonus, they don't have to get paid, right? Uh, no. Wrong. Not only will you still have to pay the bonus and the commission, you're going to potentially have to pay additional damages, what we call bad faith damages, because you were trying to be cute and clever and try to uh, you know, get away with not paying what you owe. Not a good idea. Never going to work. The law is a lot smarter than that, okay? A lot smarter than that. So if you owe someone something to an employee, pay them. If you then want to let them go after, you can. Pay the severance and you're done. But don't try to be clever. Don't try to, uh, you know, uh, take a, or, or let someone go at the expense of the employee. Try to save money by doing that. Never works. Bad faith. And if you're an employee, if there's a money owed to you, you're going to have to get that paid. If there's a commission owed, the company cannot choose a convenient termination date to avoid paying you what it owes. Let me take a little uh, a little bit of a sidestep to that point and tell me if this is true. Even if it's not you know, the reason why they, they fire you, terminate you, is just to try to avoid that upcoming bonus. But even if you're just let go normally and say your uh, your severance is a year long, that's where 12 months is your severance, but within that 12 months, six months, you would normally have had that bonus, say, halfway through the year. That still has to be factored in, does it not, to your severance? Absolutely. So yeah. the idea behind severance is you have to be made whole, right? So if you're owed 12 months severance, the company has to pay you what you would have expected to earn right. had you worked for the next 12 months. And we have past history. We can look at what you were in the past to try to assess and estimate what you would have earned over the next 12 months. So that's what the company has to pay you. That means your salary, of course. Your benefits have to be continued, of course. Any bonuses that you can expect to earn based on past history, any commissions that you expect to earn, uh, the car allowance that you normally have, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So even if the company is not letting you go in bad faith, doesn't matter. They have to address all components of compensation, even if some of it is speculation. We may not know for sure what would have happened if you stayed there for 12 months, right. but we can look at past history to make that assessment. That's what our court said we have to do, and that's what an employer is required to do. you still got uh, lots of time here to join us, 416-870-6400, live on air to ask your questions, and we're going to continue with our uh, main topic, maybe get to some email, right, if we got time at the uh, bottom of the show. Don't terminate employment in these situations, and that is when an employee makes inquiries about overtime pay, vacation pay, stuff owing like that. This is a very big one, and this is, again, another one that the law takes very seriously. If you're owed overtime, if you're owed vacation pay, you have the right to ask questions, hey, where's my overtime, where's my vacation, to make demands for payment, uh, to deal with it. And what, when you do that, you have to know that you can't be punished in any way for doing so. You shouldn't ever have to worry, well, if I ask for overtime, they may get upset at me and fire me. That would be illegal. We call that reprisal. A reprisal is a situation where you're essentially getting punished for standing up for your rights. Illegal, the law really will come down hard on an employer that does that. If you're at overtime, if the company thinks that you're not, that, that, that maybe you've, you've misinterpreted things, they have to show you and explain it to you, and that's fine. And if you're not owed, you're not owed. But even if you're not owed the overtime, they can't say, well, we showed you that 
we don't owe it to you, now we're upset that you asked for it, so we're going to fire you. Even that is completely illegal. Always feel, always feel right and empowered to stand up for your rights, to demand that the law be complied with. You don't have to worry about getting punished. That's illegal. Seems that this one, uh, this day and age, as they say, is a little hard to believe and swallow, but uh, terminate an employee when they announce a pregnancy or come back from a uh, parental leave, if that still happens, right? You know, I, I, it, it happens, John, and no. I'm going to continue talking about it until I see it stop happening. Uh, and usually what I see it happening is not so much at the beginning, so it's not so much that someone is fired because someone is about to take a parental leave, but fired when coming back for parental leave. Oh, we just don't have a job for you, or, or you know, we've made some changes. Not good enough, okay? The law is very clear here. You have to take someone back. You absolutely have to take someone back, father or mother that took parental leave to the same job, same pay, same everything. Now, if something happened that there's just no job, you shut down the department, everyone has been let go, okay, fine. In that situation, there's going to be a very narrow exception. You can pay severance and be done. But in the majority of cases, when an employer doesn't bring an employee back from parental leave, that's illegal. It could be a human rights violation, an Employment Standards Act violation, it could be a wrongful dismissal, you name it. And what an employer can't do also, and I saw this actually very recently, is to say, well, Yes, I know you said you're ready to come back to work, employee, but we don't have anything for you right now, but let's see, stay tuned, let's see what happens in the next little while. It doesn't work that way either. You can't be uh, kind of put on ice there. Uh, when you're ready to come back to work, you have to give, be given the job. If you're not illegal, you have rights, give me a call. Talking about times that uh, employers should not be terminating employment in these situations. And actually, we had a, a story, in fact, you talked about a situation with a student uh, last night on the show, and that is if the employee is working on a fixed-term agreement, but it hasn't ended yet. Yeah, and this is in, in the category. It's not that you can't fire someone who sh uh, right. or shouldn't fire someone. It's just that if you do, understand what you owe the person. It may be a lot more than you're owed. So with the fixed-term contract, if you're an employee that's, that's working on a fixed-term, whether it's six months, 12 months, some fixed amount of time, the general rule is if you're let go before the contract ends, you still have to get paid till the end of it. So an employer has to realize that. They, they can't say, well, you know, Bob has only worked for us for three months, we don't have to pay him a lot. Well, no. Bob was on a two-year contract, you let him go after three months, you still have to pay him for the rest of the two years. That could be very, very expensive. So an employer should be aware of that. The example I gave yesterday was someone that had a summer job. You know, he's going to work from uh, June till uh, September. He was let go after three weeks. Well, guess what? He has to get paid till the end of summer. Happens yep. because a summer job, essentially, is a fixed-term contract. So if you're let go before it, you have to get paid until the end of it. Keep in mind, it could be very costly for an employer and for an employee. It can mean a, a lot of severance. We'll get to one more of these before we slide into some emails. Uh, times when employers do not want to terminate employment. This one's a little more innocent, but I know it still happens. That's if your employee is misclassified as a contractor. Yeah, and, and again, here too, it's not that you can't fire someone. Mm -hmm. It's understand what it means. And this happens very often. We've done whole shows just on this topic, which is the idea that contractors or em employees are misclassified as contractors. You're, you're called a contractor, an independent contractor, when you really are an employee. In the majority of cases, people that think that they're contractors, hired as contractors, the law looks at them and says, listen, you look like an employee, you act like an employee, you are an employee. And how that becomes relevant at the time of termination is if you are really an employee, you're just being called a contractor, 
Well, you're owed severance, of course. So if an employer lets someone go that's not really a contractor, they can owe them severance up to two years' pay. So the company may think, hey, uh, Bob is a contractor. We can just let him go and yeah. not pay him anything. Well, if Bob has been misclassified, you may owe him two years' severance. And by the way, if you want to know if you're a contractor or an employee, we have a tool for that. Just go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. One of the tools there, you answer a few questions, and it tells you if you're a contractor or an employee. Of course, free and anonymous. But chances are, I can almost guarantee you that if you're listening right now and you're like, oh, no, I think I'm a contractor, guess what? You're not. In the vast majority of cases, you've been misclassified. You're an employee, meaning you have the rights of an employee. Let's get uh, Dave on the air quick. Hey, Dave, thanks for taking the time. How are you, pal? What's up? Good. Is this me? You bet. Go ahead. Uh, okay, I'm just curious how this would apply uh, to a very small business um, in terms of disability. Like, um, if you've got, let's say, three employees, one of them leaves for a year, uh, like you're such a small operation, you'd have to replace that employee, and then you wouldn't have alternative work when they come back. Is there, are there exceptions? How does that work? Question. Excellent question, yep. David. So, no. So, what you have to do is you have to make efforts – uh, to bring the person back. So you have to look, is there a position for this person? Is there a role? And and if you're really a small business, the answer may be very simple. There isn't. We, I only have role for three three people. I already have three people, so I, I don't have a job. And that's absolutely fine. If it's legitimate, then there's no issue there in terms of bringing them back. But if because of that, you have to let them go because there's no job, you still have to pay them severance. So you don't get around, you can't avoid paying them severance, but the termination itself, as long as you pay them severance, would be perfectly legal in that situation. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, Thanks, Davey. You bet. Appreciate it. You want to reach out further, you can call Lior and his team after the show, one 821 5900 Let me get to one final email to wrap us up here uh, today. Pal Janice says, Lior, my employer, let me go because they said, I don't work fast enough. Never had any complaints before. Do they have the right to do this? Well, yes and no. So what I mean by that is they have a right to let her go, even if she's working faster than anyone, uh, because generally an employer can let you go pretty much for any reason as long as they pay you severance. So they can let Janet go with severance, even if she's a good employee or not so good. What they cannot do is to avoid paying her severance by saying, oh, you you work too slow, therefore we have just cause to let Uh you go. The only way they could do that is... If, number one, they had warned her before, they showed her why she's working slow, she was essentially working slow on purpose, and they give her chance after chance after chance, then maybe only could they consider letting her go uh, without severance. Otherwise, she has to get full severance. I don't know how long she's worked there, but if she's been there for a long time, yeah, she could easily be out as much as two years' pay. And that will do it for uh, this evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate the emails, the phone calls, et cetera, et cetera. You want to reach out now to Lior. And the team going to give you that uh, that content information as we go out the door. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred is the number. Email is help at employmentlawyer.ca. And don't forget about that website, free anonymous. It's built to make you smarter in the workplace. Called pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Check that on your own time as well. And we'll catch you tomorrow night again right here at six thirty. Another edition of the Employment Law Show. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertisers. 
advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment.